QQQY just paid a massive dividend. Those owning the stock before December 1st will receive 93 cents for every share they own. Not bad for an ETF trading at just $17.60. This is a monthly paying ETF. I made an overview video on them just last month where I go over all the ins and all the outs. In that video, I go over some of the pros of this ETF, but I also shared why I personally wasn't investing in it just yet. So, do I regret my decision after the juicy dividend payment that QQQI just put out? What's my take on the just reinvest the dividends bro talk that I keep hearing about? Let's find out. So, the Defiance NASDAQ 100 Index Enhanced Options Income ETF is the first put-right ETF using daily options to generate those juicy income for us investors every single month. This is a fund that specializes in getting you income. Doesn't care about capital appreciation growth necessarily. Now this is a brand new ETF. It only launched in September of 2023. It's not yet time and tested. It's not yet proven itself to pay out those big dividend yields over long periods of time, over different economic conditions. In fact, so far the fund is down 12.6% in the almost three months it's been out since its inception, and this is not including dividends. It's down $2.54 at the time of this recording. However, it's going to have paid out $3.03 in dividends as it's hitting its three-month anniversary. So for the time being, in total return, it still appears to be in the green. However, that return might be even less than what you're thinking, because remember, the fund managers will want their share of the cut for doing all the options trading for you, and they charge a hefty 99 basis points expense ratio. Let's imagine we had a $10,000 investment, we added $5,000 every year, and let's say we had a generous return of 10%. Annualized over five years, that will have grown to $45,000, but $1.3,000 will have gone toward fees. Now, for those who want a totally passive investment, and just want that income and are fine with people handling their money and having industry professionals doing the work for you, more power to you. Then paying that expense ratio is really no problem. You gotta spend money to make money. The vast majority of us do not have the time, nor do we have the capital to do zero-day options on the NASDAQ 100. Now, despite what some Reddit users and people in my comments say, dividends are not free money. Instead, they are a return on the options premiums from the trades that they do, and a little bit of it is also at the interest on cash that they hold that they return back to their shareholders. Since the ETF is now worth less when it creates that obligation to declare dividends, the share price will go down by the amount of the dividend, on the ex-dividend date. We just have to hope that the fund recovers, otherwise future payments may be getting smaller. And we might already be seeing that with this dividend ETF, as they have decreased every single month that they've paid out dividends so far. I know many think I want this ETF to fail, but the reality is I love for them to succeed. You don't think I want a chance at getting 60% returns every year? I'd be loading up the truck if that were realistic. However, I know from years of investing and looking throughout history, when the stock market on average is only giving 7-10% to returns, to get a 60% return, 
you are definitely going to have to take on some risk. Risks which are well-defined in the company website and on their prospectus. Trust me, there's nobody that wants to see you get that money more than me. So if you have a high risk tolerance, maybe these ETFs are suited for you. Just know that older you are, it's generally advised to take on less risk. The reason being when you're in your older days, you won't have enough time to make that investment back and most likely will be living off your investments in the later parts of your life. All right, all right, so the new buzzword or phrase that people are saying to justify if it's okay if the dividends and the share price goes down due to NAV erosion is just reinvest the dividends, bro. Once you reinvest the dividends, your shares will increase, you will compound faster, and you will get more in dividends. That's what I'm hearing in my comments and on Reddit. Okay, okay, a couple of questions I have for you. A couple of questions I have for this crowd. One, isn't the whole point of this dividend accumulation strategy, especially for the older investors, isn't it to one day live off your dividends? If you're constantly having to reinvest the dividends to keep that cash flow going, doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose? Secondly, for those not holding in tax advantage accounts, you're going to have to pay taxes on these distributions. That's going to be eating into those returns. Also, the more shares you own, the more in expense fees you will be paying. And that's also going to be more money the fund managers are going to be making off of you. Because you're reinvesting your dividends back into the assets under management for, for defiance, they're going to be taking a portion of those assets as part of their expense ratio. Which, again, isn't inherently bad, right? They deserve to get paid for all the hard work that they do for providing this ETF as a tool to make money. Now, let's say you owned shares of Pepsi. The more cans of soda they sell, the more in revenue they make, and then the more in dividends they can pay out. The reinvesting of your shares is gonna snowball. It's reliable, it's time and tested. Companies like Pepsi have raised their dividend every year for over 50 years. The more you reinvest those Pepsi dividends, the bigger the dividend snowball gets. It's a little bit harder to compare income ETFs like this because they don't actually sell a good or service. Distributions are going to be based on how well their options trading is going, which in part depends on how volatile the underlying asset is, and that's what's going to fuel how juicy those premiums are. So long story short, there's more variables to consider with income ETFs like this than just owning a regular stock. At the same time, this is a different type of asset class. We're getting exposure to volatility and possibly profiting off of it. At the end of the day, guys, do what's best for you. Don't pay attention to what some YouTuber does. I hope you appreciate that I went over both the pros and the cons of this fund in this video. There's way too many people out there, way too many people on the forums only going over the positives, and I feel like that's a big mistake. In any investment, you have to weigh both the pros and the cons. Even the most safest asset class like treasury bonds they still have a risk. You still have to take that into account when investing. If you want to see a dividend stock that went up over 1,000% in the last 10 years, check out this video right here. I know the comments are going to be the wild, wild west out here. So if you agree or disagree with me, I want to check you out in the comments below. My full $160,000 portfolio is available to all my Patreons as well as my weekly stock trades. My videos are found in podcast form under the Clive Cash podcast name, and I will catch you on the next one.